This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. We, well, we do recognise you, Peter, just, but you're obviously getting over quite a heavy cold there. So I uh, hope, hope you're feeling better. My family suffer from migraines, I get it, and then and then I got hit by a cold on the back end of a migraine. It's not good, and I'm a bloke, so obviously us blokes, we don't like to complain about such things, but here I am doing it on a podcast. So <laughs> There you go. I can set up a fundraiser if you like, Pete. I'm more than happy yeah, to right. fund me. <laughs> You could have died. You could have died, Peter. It's, it's you're a man. Man, man with a terrible. Thing. <laughs> man no, listen, issues don't pay for themselves, you know. <laughs> right. Well, as um, as I explained before we started recording, I did put a thing out saying, "Oh, we're probably going to be actually." What I actually said was, "We might be recording something this week. What would you like us to cover?" And the first thing that comes in from Mikey Abrahams predictably is Metallica's hit single, Nothing Else Matters. Uh, I, I did respond that I can play that on a guitar. I, I, I'm semi-happy to demonstrate that later on, maybe. Yes, uh, but I am, let's do it. I'm do very... It. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Right. I, I refuse to continue unless you... Uh, right, hang on. Unless you I'm not going to play that. I'm not going to play the whole bloody thing because it's quite tricky, but hang on. Oh, talk amongst ourselves, I think. This is... This is hey, he's, hey, got to, hey. he's got to get his guitar. Hang on, hang on. We are like two minutes in. What level of preparation has he done for this? Absolutely I, nothing. None. He could have had. He could have had it there. He's going to put his headphones on in a minute. Have a go. Yeah. See, the problem is here is that this is actually like a really narrow little aperture that I've got here to play in. So I'm going to. You see, I like the word aperture. Last time the word aperture was used, my ass was stuffed through it, and everybody <laughs> took a piss. You've got this in the aperture. Just saying. 
Last time I saw an aperture that thin, it was in a greasy spoon. And Carlos for, um, dying sitting next to me. I was, yeah. For for any non musos, uh, a bit like myself, uh, what what brand of uh, guitar do we have there? Uh, this is a about? Tanglewood electroacoustic. I actually bought this in nice. Denmark Street uh, with money that I won on a scratch card. I won Tin two pan alley as it is. Tin like. pan alley as it is. Yeah, I won two hundred quid on a scratch card, and I thought. Well, that's Sandy because I need a new guitar. So I went to Tin Pan Alley and it was a little bit over 200 quid. But yeah, thank you, National Lottery, for buying this for me back in 95. I've got absolutely no room here, so this is going to sound awful. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Before it, you play it, yeah. Carlos, is yeah. it or is he cutting out badly? He's cutting out badly. Am I cutting you're out more, badly? Is it? Is it my mic? Is it? Your, no, your camera oh. looks shocking. Yeah. You've got more pixels than the film. Have I? Yeah. Uh, is it still bad? Shall I go and reset it now? Possibly, because the film he's referring to is Minecraft the movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Reference. Okay, I shall go and I shall go and do that then. Take your guitar yeah. with you as well. Oh no! Oh, look at the build-up for this. I know. This, I know. This, this better be good. The editing already so good. is yeah. enormous. Right, I'll be back in two seconds. Yeah. Two seconds. We basically we dealt with pixels. We've dealt yeah. with pictures. I believe I'm quite thrilled I, about this. I have seen Justin play the guitar before, and I can assure everybody before we hear this that he can play. This isn't a, like a build-up to uh, to nothing. This 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 will be worth it. This is going to go somewhere. A few moments later. It's like Justin's trying to make his way back in. Hello. He can you hear me now? Am I still pixelated? You look and sound great. Right. Like, so as I was explaining, this aperture is extremely small here. You can't see, but I've got absolutely no room actually to hold a guitar. So I'm going to be holding this at a very strange angle. Oh, no. Fuck. Yeah. You've got it again. Have I gone again? Am I, Hang on. Am Hang I on. pixelating again? Am Look I normal now? Am, am I normal? Well, you've never been, you've never been accused of being normal. Am I as I would normally appear? Then, if we're not yes. going to let us know if we're being too helpful, yes, yeah, you've been very Go helpful. On. I'm never going to call you as like sort of so. I've got to hold my guitar a slightly. Yeah, eight minutes. I know. All right. What do you want this or not? I'm, I'm not going to play the whole thing, right? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. So, this is an E minor, okay? E minor. E minor, right. For all you E minor fans out there. Yeah. Oh, this looks actually quite complicated. It is, right. Here we and go. don't worry, don't worry. If you're, if you're worried about anything else, don't worry, because nothing else matters. Hey! Oh, oh, what a segue. Yeah. I'm very rusty. Rusty. There you go. It's, it's pub cover band standard. Nothing else matters. Right, Jim. Oh. Yeah, my fingers are. Look at the angle I'm holding this guitar. Anyway, that's what you're getting there. You go. So there you go. There's nothing else. Right. That was, that was reckon, very good. I reckon that sounds sounded so much better with a wider aperture. It would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you go, Mikey. Uh, that, that that's I aim to please. Uh, I know I fell very short of the marks there. Um, so no, no, well done. Thank you. <laughs> Let's mark that segment Patreons only. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do mark that segment. Patreons only. Right, so now I've got to go back to my questions, which I've lost. Uh, so there's a couple for you, Carl, right? You're mentioned a couple well, of times in this. You mentioned yourself. But before we yes, get on to that, let's go to Abby which is, Stevens. Which is, un- which is unlike me, because I don't normally No, Well, we will, we will bring this up. Abby Stevens says, the curry night that Watford yes. Boy 82 should be sorting out. What is this curry night that uh, that she well, mentions here? So, so Abby is, is a lovely 
young lady who I often meet at half time for um, a beer when I'm having a beer. She says that we're brilliant guys and that she wants to go out for a curry with us. And in fairness, I've been trying to organise another curry night, or or as the Patreons would put it, I haven't tried to organise another <laughs> curry night successfully for quite some time. It was going to be my first thing, my, my first job to do in, in 2024, but then I got a cold and, you know, a migraine. I may have already complained about this, so mm. that's something I'm going to need to do. Maybe, mm. maybe, we, should, maybe we should open the doors wide to, uh, to curry. Can you a- not organise it for January? That's my big ask. Well, we're going to move on to that then. Let's move on to that point because you you <laughs> sent a comment through, Carl. You sent a comment yeah. through to that which says, dry January is happening in my life. Could Peter and Justin give Carl any advice on how to survive? But, but before we move on, uh, Peter, what are you currently drinking? Diet Coke. With what in it? <laughs> Health supplements. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellent. So Peter probably can't help me in dry January, but you you probably can. I I haven't had a drink since New Year's Eve, probably just after midnight. Does that count Mm. as drinking in January? Well, I I did the same, so I'm counting it, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've never done dry January before, mainly because I've always thought people that do it are a bit soft. Um, Thank you. Uh, and uh, that's just my personal opinion, obviously. Uh, no, however, no, take it. I think I overdid it at Christmas a little bit. So I was well, thinking. Well said, Justin. By the way, so, well said. Some people might call you a judgmental twat saying so. They might do. They might do. But it's opinions, Peter. It's opinions. It's his opinion. I didn't say normally. I would agree, but because I didn't say wrong side of that. Yeah, is that my open card? I'm being hoisted. No, no, but I didn't say more room in the bar for us real men or anything like that. I just said I thought they were a bit soft. But I, I, I haven't had a drink since uh, then, and I'm thinking, do I, do I give my liver a bit of a rest for a month? Because I, prob- I probably did overdo it. Where I am. At the moment, we're both doing it. You by choice, me by kind of accident. I'm happy to encourage you with that. Obviously, normally I'd be taking the piss mercilessly, going, ha! Uh, but I'm not going to do that. So I will, in sympathy with you, until I fall off the wagon, do it with you. <laughs> And we'll yes. have periodic updates as to how, who's doing best and etc. Now, th- this does lead us on to the fact that we've got an awful lot of away games this month. Yeah, which uh, I, before we started recording, I did say is potentially going to be my downfall. Not if you're driving, obviously, but... No, no. Uh, driving to Bristol City away, so that uh, negates that uh, particular hurdle uh, for the alcohol. Big issue for me is... This weekend, as we record, Chesterfield in the FA Cup third round. Lovely mm. FA Cup. Mm. That's going to be a that's going to be a tricky one. And then, worst of all, QPR away. It's local, mm. and it's just going to be a long day with Colin and whoever else. Now, Colin's not going to be your friend on a dry He's... January because Colin no, likes no, a Colin... pint. He just doesn't give a fuck. He is he, he, he really... is to to soberism what a packet of salt and vinegar crisps is to someone that's just run a marathon. Really. He's, yes. he's yeah 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 he's not I, I, every time I see Colin he's got a pint in his hand I'm going to say I, I, I'm just going to say here he is to to abstaining from alcohol what Joseph Fritzel is to child minding <laughs> that that that, there we go that's that well is done. that's yeah, inspired thinking have well some done. more health supplements yeah I think you yeah I mean he's not going to be your best running mate I would say. I think if you can do it yeah. with Colin you'll you'll do it and you you'll do it like you know splendidly so good luck with that um and i i am supporting you whereas normally i'd sort of go uh i i feel as if i should as well so at this moment i am 
doing it with you until further notice. Until, really. until further notice. Yeah, exactly, until further notice. So, yeah, that, that's those two uh, bits covered. I do want to come to Carl Campion's point. Halftime entertainment. Now, this was the last thing that I actually put into YBR. I said there's a, you know, a distinct lack of halftime entertainment, whereas we used to have dogs jumping through hoops of fire and stuff. Now we've got organ donation videos and stuff at halftime. It's really not what it was. But uh, Carla said the centre spot challenge. Exciting or tedious stroke boring? Is there a Watford supporter who can kick straight? Will the £10,000 be won before a new sponsor is on the shirt? Now, I've got to say, the best thing about that is the Herbie Flowers bass line from Walk on the Wild Side that's played just as someone's about to kick the ball. I do think it's particularly... I mean, Richard's doing a good job in trying to make it a bit more interesting. But yeah, I mean, is it is it good half-time entertainment? Have you sat and watched it or have you just gone off somewhere else at half-time and not bothered with it? I've never seen it. Do you know not what it is? Season. Do you know what it is then? No, not a clue. Not a clue what you're talking about. So the idea is there's three contestants. You've seen it, Pete, yeah? I have watched it, and here here is my take. So the idea is they're on the penalty spot or in the penalty area, and they have to try to kick the ball, and it lands sort of on the the centre circle. Right. And and if you do, you win £10,000 sponsored by Mr Q, who will have taken out some kind of little cheap insurance policy in case somebody actually manages to do this this ridiculous miracle sometime this year. Bearing in mind that so far out of six people, no, seven people I have seen take it, one of whom was Lloyd Doyley. No one has yet managed to get it in the centre fucking circle, let alone the centre spot. It's one of these ridiculous kind of almost almost unfeasible things. Um, it, it's like going up to Top Golf, and uh, they used to say on the nine, if you get it in in the cup, oh, you free get a game. free gun. Well, my brother-in-law is a bit of a golf bandit. We went up there and did it, and he got it in the in the center on on the ninth one. We went. Well, what happens? In it? No, no, no. If you look, there's there's an actual cup that the flag sits in. You've got to get it in that. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. right. So yeah. this this is this is this is a fairground ride level of scam. Then this is yes. at Top Golf. So did you say that, did you say this free contestants? Yeah. How do you apply for it? Ah, well, there was a they, thing that went out. You had to send they, in your all your details. They sent, an email. they sent another email out yesterday. There you can go. we um, apply, please? Us free? Can we apply? We can apply. Whether we get picked or not remains to be seen. Well, we should apply. I mean, Mr. Walker might listen. Can you, you know, do? I mean, I will tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. If Mr. Walker puts us on that ten thousand pounds, if we get it on the spot, they can donate it to charity. There well, you go. my my suggestion was going to be, they bought in Lloydinho, Lloyd Doyley. And anybody who doesn't appreciate what Lloyd Doyley gave you on a defensive basis was what he gave you on the ball was pretty much not much. So he was the first player who, I mean, let's be honest, a better one-on-one defender, you're going to struggle to actually get a right back over our last 20 to 30 years than, than Lloydinho. He would just see something and he'd be dogged and he'd be at it. And you could see he just kind of basically learnt at the feet of Nigel Gibbs and just kind of rinse and repeat and do it again. Both mm. of them, brilliant, loved it. Give him the ball. And the first thing he'd be looking is to give it to somebody else as near as possible because otherwise, you know, it would be going all over the shop. So for him to try to hit the centre spot was ambitious. What was brilliant was was uh, Rich Walker's um, comment to him when he came back after taking the shot and not getting in the penalty area. And he said, uh, that, was a, that was an effort 
commensurate with a man who scored two goals in over 400 appearances. And I just thought, I, I said on the spaces, that was just fucking brilliant. Anybody who gets an absolute club legend, I mean, anybody who's got 400 plus appearances, crying out loud, and then once he gets there, immediately rinses him. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. My thought to, to improve this would be make it a pro-am thing. Right, you're, you're you're drawing people out. Brilliant. Go and get go and get the former players' club and all the many the many many former players' club members that there are, and bring them along. Buddy them up with a uh, with, with a partner. Yeah, maybe go yeah. and do that. Yeah, because maybe you could have you know whoever and somebody else. And if the former players' club do it, it could go to exactly as Carl just said. It could go to the charity. It could go to the peace hospice of which Luther is a patron. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a bit of entertainment? That would be. I mean, I do remember them doing this at half-time at that awful place at the M1 when we went there in April. But what they did was they covered the whole centre circle with like a target, if I remember rightly. And then they brought out what they described as David James Luton legend just to really annoy the Watford fans. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. yeah. You, did you not see this? Were you in the bar when this was going on? Yeah. Uh, Having uh, beers. Uh, dog, mm. dog shit late. Yeah, mm. so I would have been there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I stayed and watched it. And it does make it a bit more kind of... Because it's a target, even if it goes on the white bit, you go, oh, that wasn't too bad. But when it's just sort of veering off the centre circle... And and if you're watching it, by the way, from a view like, say, the lower Graham Taylor, where you can't actually see what's going on, it's not a half-time spectacle at all. It's actually rather I, dull. I, I have a way to solve this, and I should be in charge of the half-time entertainment. What you do <laughs> is you go to your local B&Q, you buy a £8.99 broom, you take it into the penalty spot. Dizzy kicks. You get, you get, you get your man to run around that broom <laughs> ten times and then take a, take a penalty against... Somebody Did they not the used to do this dizzy kicks? I'm sure yeah. they used to do this. Get the dizzy kicks back. That's good because there's nothing better than seeing some middle-aged man falling around the fucking pitch at halftime. That's, yeah. that's in, fairness, in fairness, you may have just actually kind of written out your your map as to how to get to the end of dry January by basically <laughs> recreating <laughs> drunken effects by you. Where's Carl going with that broom handle? Don't worry, just leave don't him. Don't worry. He'll be on the phone drunk again. Yeah, it'll be staggering in a minute. Yeah, back in the, dizzy yeah. kicks. That did happen, didn't it? Or am I imagining it? We did have dizzy kicks, or have I seen that somewhere at, else? It was at the same time as the people with one leg. Probably. And the opera singers. Yeah. See, you're just taking the piss now, aren't you? That's just what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah, we've been yeah. taking the piss for quite some time. So, so Carl also says uh, alternative suggestions for halftime entertainment: British bulldog game where contestants have to get to the centre spot by dodging blue-coated stewards while successfully <laughs> carrying a flask, an umbrella, and Louis like chips. That. Good idea yeah, or got, not? He, he's got the he's got the, the the idea there. That's perfect. British bulldog. Do you remember that? Someone in the middle had yeah. to get past them. If you got caught, you were in the middle as well. Yeah, it's um, one of those things. Didn't they used to have uh, at some grounds? Uh, um, for some reason, I'm thinking Portsmouth here, but probably not. Probably Portsmouth because if you've ever seen Portsmouth, it's like an upturned saucer. It's an uh, I mean, inside it. Trust me, I've seen Viking burial mounds with less camp <laughs> than that fucking pitch, right? But they kind of run. They they kind of do a, a kind of a race round the sides, and it would like be like a relay race. So maybe at the corners and at the halfway line, they'd hand it over. But that always got everybody going. And what you need to do is basically go to the bar, 
immediately at half time and pull out six pissed opposition and six pissed Watford fans, yeah. make them do the dizzy things and yeah. then make them run and watch them all fall into the lower ground Taylor. It would be a hoot. I'm not saying health and safety would approve necessarily, but I think it's worth a go. I don't think they will, but it's got to be better than watching a bloke trying to kick a ball from the centre spot, uh, from the penalty spot to the centre spot. And like you say, I don't think any of them have even hit the centre circle yet. They've all veered off. I've- I've quite enjoyed the two that are there. But as you say, I do have a reasonable elevation to see what is going on. And I'm quite enjoying the fact that it's it's failing quite so badly. And that in fairness, Rich is taking the piss out of it himself even now. So I'm sure he's looking for ways to improve it. And I doubt very much if uh, if drunk opponents falling into the lower ground, Taylor is probably his idea of fun either. So there we go. This is true. I also like the way he's introducing opposition players as well by pretending he doesn't know their name when he's reading it off the sheet. I think that's fantastic. Oh, no. That was, that was Bristol City. I mean, and they, they came out with somebody who basically had more consonants than appearances. I mean, it was like, oh, yeah, my did God, it. where's that? He did it against um, Stoke as well, I think. He, did he? Yeah, oh. yeah, well, yeah, he did. And he, he went, and the next bloke on is John Baker or something like that. I was yeah. like, that's not a difficult Yeah, because name. That's, that's from the old who? Yeah. In the rookery, it's all starting again. Who? Oh, is it? Oh, is the who thing yeah, starting yeah, again? Yeah. All right, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to be busy doing something here and planning... We're going to use science here to see whether or not we can prove a point. Do carry on, gents. I will be with you. Okay. All right. Well, while you're... (laughs) He's got his head down and he's typing or something. He's got a very serious look on his face. I hope he's not just opened Excel again. (laughs) Well, he said science, so he might have done. All right. Well, while he's doing that, I'll I'll give you Wendover Horn's point, which is, uh, I love your song being played as we kick off, but why isn't it catching on with fans joining in? Massive SEJ catalogue to pick from. Is there something else with which the fans would participate in better. I'm going to say it. Please bin that. No, just, I think it's terrible. I think it's absolutely... That your song thing is never going to catch I just on. Like them, they just need to get it finished in time for the football. It's going on when the fucking game kicks off. Yeah. But I just... It's not a song that people will join in with. It's not. It's not a hymn. It's not... You know, it's, it's just not a song but, that... You know. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I quite like it, but... Um, oh, I like the song. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I, I, saw, I think it's a yeah, great yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to get everybody who's just about to sit down and watch a football match joining in with, I hope you don't mind. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I think it's dreadful. I'd, I'd bin that off immediately myself. I'd bring back Chariots of Fire, but then that's um, that's a very unpopular, uh, a very unpopular yeah, you have You have me at Chariots of Fire. That, that's, a, that's an excellent idea, and, and it'll make me feel like it was the 1980s. They, they put Chariots of Fire on, on uh, over Christmas and New Year, and I did watch it, and it's amazing how long-winded old films are when you actually <laughs> Watching <laughs> is this an Oscar? Is this really? it? Blokes running on a beach? What's this all about? Van, Van Gellis <laughs> Van got an Oscar for this load of old shite. I did knock this up in garage band in about a half a minute. I think um, I think Colin Welland won an Oscar as well, didn't he? And I'll tell you who else who won an Oscar for that was Dodie Fired. He was one of the producers of that film. Oh, Col- Colin Welland. Uh, do you want to explain that to Lewis Shearer? Or shall <laughs> no, I? no, there's no point in explaining I mean, Colin I mean, Welland. There's no point. There's not. Some references you just have to look up yourself. Can I just say, at some point over the New Year period or whatever it was, Carlos came on the spaces and said, and boy, have we got some things planned for 2024. If this is anything to go by, (laughs) we're going to be even worse. The level of ineptitude we're taking to 11 people. Go and look up a reference for that. There you go. Right, back to my experiment. Carry on, on. as you were. Oh, you're carrying on with your experiment. Okay, so Greg also um, then 
puts a, a picture on. He says, sounds weird, I know, but bloody lovely, he says. A picture of pigs in blanket flavour ice cream. I'm a man who's had garlic ice cream, as you know. Pigs in blankets flavour. I just I just don't think I could. Could you eat that, Carlos? Pig, pig in cream. Um, mm, cold. Yeah. As well, cold as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not digging that. No, no. That, that that doesn't sound particularly something I would get stuck into. There's nothing wrong with a pig in blanket. We could just have a pig in blanket. Well, we've yes, we, we've discussed this. It's pigs in blankets are amazing. However, ice cream, hmm, no. Um, you, you had a, you had quite a bad time with the old garlic ice cream as well. I just don't think that works. It's odd. It is a bit odd. Yes, yeah, not really a palate cleanser. I'd be honest. I'll be honest with you. Are you still experimenting, Peter? Shall I go on to another point? Or I'd like to put my phone together, but that's fine. I could interrupt for such important things as uh, pigs and <laughs> blankets ice cream. Um, I have told you before that with my combining one, uh, this may have been one Christmas where I was having many, many health supplements. <laughs> yes. As you are. Uh, my son and I invented cheese and onion ice cream oh, yeah. by getting normal, normal kind of vanilla ice cream, but eating it on um, on a little on a little Pringle. And it was great. Gen- genuinely, it was really good. And it, it almost tasted like ice cream a la cheesecake, if that makes sense, mm. with an onion. Made no sense at all. <laughs> Don't know what that means about anything. Pick some blankets and ice cream. Absolutely. Put them together. That's what I like. Brilliant. Well, there, there may well still be some left in Lidl because that's where I saw it for sale before Christmas. So I imagine there's probably hundreds of buckets of that left. So if you want one, uh, I imagine that's where to, where you need to go. Uh, for that, this may be another science experiment. Are you finished? Or you're carrying on. You're carrying on with your science experiment. Okay. Oh, Louis, Louis. Hello, Louis. What was your funniest <laughs> moments? Was that the worst attempt at the Kingsman song? Louis, Louis. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. There's another hey, reference you're going to hey, have to look you. up. What were your funniest moments of 2023? That's all he says. Now, I don't know if this is Watford specific or life in general. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what but I mean, there have been moments where i've been laughing quite a lot recording this i can't remember any you know specific moments but there have been moments where i've had to turn my microphone off because i just can't take it anymore laughing other than that i don't know i mean there's you know there hasn't been a lot of funny moments on the telly i did enjoy the christmas special of east enders by the way that was fantastic i'm so glad i got back in time you know shrimpy's a watford fan do you watch east enders do you, do you know who i'm talking about when i say shrimpy or you I... I know, I know, Shrimpy. Yes, he's he's on Twitter. In fact, he's liked art, something that uh, yeah we put up. He hasn't he? He has. So his name is Ben Champness, is his, is his real name, and um, he is a Watford fan. He occasionally references Watford. He had a bit of an accident the other day because I think his son was playing around with a cardboard oh, box and caught him in the eye. eye. Yeah. Do not yeah. scratch your eyes, and Shrimpy's got a cornea scratch. There you go. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so I reached out to him to see if he's okay. So, uh, yeah, he wasn't involved in the Christmas special of EastEnders. Hello, everybody. Uh, we are a football podcast, by the way. I don't really know why I'm going down this. It's because... Peter's conducting, he's like, what's his name out of Back to the Future doing his science experiments I'm sort of Marty McFly trying to kill time here so, uh, no he's still experimenting, his head's down what? Says says the man who fucked off earlier to go and get his guitar, complained about his aperture, (laughs) then turned his (laughs) computer off Oh, okay. Oh, hang on. What was that? What was that question? The funniest 2023. Yeah, the funniest oh, moment of 2020. I'm happy to go back to that, but I'm trying to think of mine. Yeah, the funniest moment of 2023. So last year, the funniest thing that sort I, of. I think there can only be one. I think Peter's ass stuck through. That was 2022, uh, mate. Otherwise, I'd have gone with it? that as well. Yeah. Is that 22? Right, yeah, it was your birthday, wasn't it? I think, if I remember rightly. Oh, was shit. it not? Yeah. 
So oh, well, that, that I'm afraid. That one out war, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to go with that as well, but unfortunately, yeah, that was 2022. I'll, I'll ponder on that while uh, while yeah. we, we go to another question. Um, uh, uh, my, I think, I think my examples, although it probably it's probably too visual, which is why it never made it into the actual podcast in the first place, was uh, was us doing the review of the January transfers at the beginning of 2023. Oh God, yes. And uh, and we were talking to Greg. Now, anybody, Greg Wendover Horn, anybody <laughs> who doesn't know, Greg sits in his office, which is adorned from, from basically from floor to ceiling with Watford memorabilia. And on the, on the back of the door is a coat hanger, which has a, a novelty head appearing out of the coat, coat hanger. And it has the Deodora kit from A.D. Boothroyd's 2006-2007 appearance in the Premiership. And the head on that is, uh, indeed, it's George Michael. And I did make the observation that uh, the last rock star I'd heard seen hanging from a door was Michael Hutchins, um, <laughs> which... Which did which did halt proceedings somewhat and uh, and find my taste brought into question it on a did. number of occasions. I've just I've just thought of one. I, I think the, the the world versus Carl where we had Mister Cheese himself. That was funny, um, actually. It yeah, was just blue mental. cheese Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we made him wait, and so he went and got even more drunk, and so it was even yeah. more funny. A lot of people thought that was funny, actually. A lot of people thought that was funny. He's very good. He's very good entertainment, is our Brett. He's very good entertainment. He is good entertainment, yeah, he is. Alan Lathwell says, uh, great away days of the past. Grounds with the best Scran, uh, best FA Cup ties now. Scran, you're going to have to be the guy for this, Carl, because you probably eat more football Scran than the rest of us. Do you tend to eat inside grounds or not? Not that often. The ones that I have, that, I mean, the, the in terms of food, the one that really stands out is Tottenham's new ground. Right. That was amazing. Right. That that was different class, but I, the the one that stands out for me it, and anybody that's done this Burnley away, you go to the cricket club at the back of the stand, and there's a, a little old deer in there who basically bakes her own pies. Ooh. It's like a yeah, and they, I mean, they were banging. They were really good. Stick a kiddly pie, and uh, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, so that in terms of scrap, them, them two had. Uh, would stick out. I imagine that's reasonably priced as well, right? Those pies. I, I imagine they're not very actually. reasonably priced in Burnley. It only costs, uh, you know, pence. Pence. Let's be yeah, but you could buy. I mean, you could buy a car for a pound up there. Right. Price. Okay. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, Other northern stereotypes are available. Perhaps move on. Best, <laughs> best away day. Best away day. What best ground? Best atmosphere. I don't know. You just said best away day, and there was something to do with the uh, cup games as well. You just said, yeah, uh, great, uh, great away days of the past. Grounds with the best grand, best FA Cup ties. FA Cup, uh, best away day, without doubt. Going to Arsenal and beating them. Do you know what? I missed that because yeah, I wasn't well. Rips. I had a ticket and I couldn't go. I was so day. ill. I, I had to love watch it on day. telly and I thought, I wish I'd seen that goal in real life. I yeah, really wish I'd seen that goal in real life because that was just a. We shame. were right behind that. We were right behind it. It was amazing. I, I don't go away very often. I've got to say, I used to. But I just don't do it anymore. I just. I, it's, it's expensive. It's, you know, the whole of this. Yeah. The whole yeah, of your yeah. weekend sort I of evaporates. I love, I love the buzz of it. I, yeah. I do love the buzz of it going, yeah. going about. I mean, it is. It, it's, there's nothing worse when you've been hammered and you've got a four hour trip back. But, you know, the guys that went down to Plymouth the other night, you know, fair. Fair play to them. I, that was I mean, a, good a lot game. of them went brilliant entertainment, but exactly. And they've, they've come, and that's the difference from this season to the last season is the players give a fuck. You know, mm. they're trying. And you, you, that, that's really all we can ask. So, yeah, no, good. Great question, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I travelled I traveled to Plymouth once on a train. I came home and we'd moved. I mean, it's a fucking <laughs> miles away. 
<laughs> I mean, fair play to these people. Um, you know, I mean, we, we were chatting to uh, Paul Fiander Turner, and he was, uh, you know, he got in at uh, three, and he got up at five to get to the to get on the coach. Um, and he was he was thoroughly thrilled after the game, which just goes to show he still hadn't sobered up. Um, you know, was was Paul incredibly the call where there is an argument with a scooter on that was yes. it, it, as, it, was as it? As came on the space basically a a motor scooter of some description was deciding he was going to try and take on a bus yeah. different weight divisions you be the judge who knows exactly. but there we go i still maintain by the way that the best scran i ever had was at away at port vale but it was it was in the mid 90s i don't think football food here's the challenge i don't think football food is that good anymore it's just pricey right. nonsense port vale pork and apple bap it was just a regular bap pork uh, apple sauce and this sublime pork which basically meant that in the time that it took us to eat it which was between you know the uh, the vendor and the turnstile. We got to the front of the turnstile, and don't get me wrong, this was Watford away at Port Vale. We weren't exactly pushing crowds out of the way to get to the front of the turnstile. <laughs> we kind of looked at each other and went, another one? Yep, 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 and went back. <laughs> and then when he came out an hour and a half later, we went looking for him, but he'd gone. And I reckon he'd gone because everybody had gone, this food is magnificent. I see. There you go. I quite there like that, uh, that that van at uh, Wheelstone. Uh, but they need to sort their sauce situation out so you can actually squirt it first time without having to take the Tops off uh, well, you'll find that Gary has uh, has has checked this through, and I have also, when uh, when going to uh, the women's games, have been checking the burger sauce particularly <laughs> for the silver foil removal situation, and they have been pretty regular. I would suggest you have been irregular. Well, you do recall that when we went to Liverpool, the same thing happened to me in the Weatherspoons when I went to put ketchup on my chips. Do you remember? And, I, and we supported you. <laughs> you that did. We didn't take the pits. We did. were completely <laughs> supportive of, of what happened. Very supportive. Well, we, got, we got you the support number, you know, for you to call for That's your support it, yeah. network. Have you experienced difficulties opening ketchups? There's, cool. um, there's actually a good Twitter page that focuses on food, but it also focuses on fans travelling away. And taking, you know, like cheese ball. That's a very bad thing oh, it's to look at. This footy scran. Yeah, footy scran. Great, great little, uh, uh, little, little page to look at because that the, the non-league stuff looks amazing, and it does Europe and all sorts. And there's, and also the weird and wonderful ones, you know, eating bugs and stinging nettles. Oh, in really? Indonesia and places like yeah, 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 yeah. But it covers it all. It's pretty. It's pretty cool, actually. I mean, sometimes you, I think I've seen that when they've done like cheesy chips, which is like a normal portion of chips, and someone stuck one of them plastic slices on the top and charged you five quid for the privilege. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, also ha- it also covers some some terrible some terrible ones as well. Are you still experimenting, Peter, or have you completed? I am ready to trial my experiment. Right. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you yeah. ready? Carlos is not going to be experimented on on this occasion. We have yeah. to well this car for that. This is going to come. Oh. All- Justin, Christ. now you have said that uh, you believe that uh, the, the, the Rich Walker, for he is uh, he has done the last couple of home games as, as the pitch announcement, has been making a bit of a kerfuddle of the names. Correct? Yeah, well, I think he's been sort of deliberately ah, pretending ah. he can't pronounce them. Yeah, ah, I know I, what's coming now. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a name. Oh fuck! And I want you to say it, and I want you to say it loud, proudly, and confident the moment I put it up. Are these real names? Are they? These. Are real Stoke City players? Okay. Okay. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah. Oh dear. Junior Chamadiu. Not entirely convincing. I, I needed a little bit more, <laughs> and it's Junior Chamadu. Chamadu. Right? That's Junior what it would be. Chamadu. 
I'd, I'd say you're zero for one there personally, but that's okay. fine. I'm happy Let's with go that. for it. Yeah. Now, and I want it positive. You're at the mic. There's, I'm at the mic. You know, okay. All right. So you are reading these names out. I'm in front re- yeah. of Coming on is five and a half thousand people at Stoke. So, <laughs> right. Give it, so, give it your best. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And coming on is Key Jenna Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Key Jenna Hoover. Kiana Hoover, right? Of course uh, it is. Now, okay, okay, okay. I'll give you, I'll give you half out of out of two so far. You got Hoover. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Are you ready? Here we go. Nice and quickly. Nice and loud. Okay. Blondie Nananuku. <laughs> what? <laughs> Blond- Blondie Nananuku. Nananuku. But there's nothing between the two ends there. That's nuh. <laughs> Blondie Nananuku. I know. It, it was Debbie Harry's, uh, you know, second difficult album. That one, yeah, wasn't it? Definitely. I mean, okay, yes. are you ready? This is this is it. You know, you've got yourself in. Oh. If, if Richard, Richard, if you're listening, this could be obviously the. Can new I say you say this? But they you, get a list of pronunciations, right? You've seen these sheets, haven't you? When they got lists of. Oh, you've seen oh, this. Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Uh, are we complaining because we're being we're being put upon here? Are you ready? Nice and loud. Here we and go. Clear. Go on. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be easy. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm. No. Seed Askabanavich. <laughs> Saeed. I don't know. What where's he from this person? Right, that that's gotta be Haksabanovich. Is he Polish? Haksabanovich. Seed Haksabanovich. Good lord. Is that right? Hello? Are you there, Peter? Come back. Oh yeah, I'm just so happy. Well, what is his name? <laughs> well, let's let's see where he's from, shall we? Uh, so, uh, Sayed Haksabanovich. With a name like that, he's probably from Slough. <laughs> well, actually, he is, he is Swedish, but he is of Montenegrin extraction. There right. you go. Oh, right. There, there you was, go. So smart. just to say that... Uh, Montenegro extraction, does that mean he sat on a lorry Sounds like Marmite. <laughs> is that what that means? <laughs> no, it didn't mean that at all. You know, there, are, there are many people who travel from the Balkans okay. to... Sweden. I mean, for example, Ibrahimovic yes. is, is a great example of that. Mileta Ryevich, not a typical Scandinavian name. There are there are many places where people kind of migrate from and to, and Scandinavia has a number of people from the Balkans. But I think what's most important there is that uh, not quite so easy a job these no, days. It's because not. it's indeed a, 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 a real cosmopolitan melting pot of, uh, of all the world's players, even in the championship. There what's the go. worst... What, what do you think is the worst Watford player in terms of names we've had? I'm trying to think now, because there must have been some doozies. I think, I think what in, well, not in hard to pronounce, but I think Prince Bourbon would take a little bit of um, beating in terms of, you know, s- silliness as a name. Prince Bourbon. Sounds like a very posh biscuit to me. I mean, check for Dadsies up there. Uh, there check was a, for Dad, I was going to say, check for Dadsies. There was a great shout for a chant from, I think it was Melanie WFC, which was, do you remember the old song by Prefab Sprout called The King of Rock and Roll, the chorus of which was Hot Dog, Jumping Frog, Albuquerque. She's changed it to Hot Dog, Jumping Frog, Check for Dadsy. I think that has to be a thing. Listeners, a, make that so. There's a so. song going around at the moment. Chad the, Chad the, Dadsy. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. Is that the paparazzi song? Yeah, paparazzi. <laughs> trying yeah, to think who did that. Lady Gaga, possibly. And what has happened to give Reese a chance? That needs to be a thing. All we are Come on, everybody. It's not hard. All we are saying is give Reese a chance. It has to be done. There is actually a thing about that here. Uh, Healy not getting enough game time. Why can't Val try Bio when he's back with Healy? Any thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to see it in the cup. I'd love to see it go front. against them. Yeah, I'd love to see that because it's, you know, with the greatest respect, it doesn't really fucking matter. You know we're going to get happens. our pants pulled down now you said that, don't you? We're going to get Well, I, I'm actually worried for that game because depending on the team he plays, they are top currently top of um, the conference and, and playing quite well. I think they lost at the weekend, but they're in a good run of form. Mm. I know, obviously, on the back of that. But, um, yeah, if we, if we don't set our stall out in that game, that could be a tricky one. I do not fancy a return leg up to King Chesterfield. No, because that'll be a Wednesday night as well, probably. Yes. Um, yes. Where are you sitting for that game? I'm in the Upper Graham Taylor. I thought for £10 I was going to have luxury. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Rookery, but I've gone more central. Have uh, you? I've, I've gone a little, yeah, I've gone a little bit more in, in the middle. Have you? I thought for that price, if it's all the same price, I'm more of a comfort man these days, so I thought, let's have no, a view. No, for no, that. no, absolutely. Yeah. Three, £3 for under-18s as well. May I say, Watford, well done. Yeah, it's well not done. bad. It's not bad, is it? That's the right um, thing to do. That was Watford it's, FC it's Sweden, also, by the way, who sent that question. Sorry, Peter. It's also been announced, by the way, I don't know if you saw it, but a couple of days ago, that this is going to be, Chesterfield is going to be the Graham Taylor day. Yes, yeah. uh, I did see this. Yes, so, yes. So anybody, if you haven't already, make sure you take your scarf along. One, because it'll be jolly cold. But secondly, obviously, because of uh, um, on 72 minutes and before the game, there will be obviously a display of the flags. And it's 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 and good I, to show the only thing, uh, the, the only thing. Yeah, I get that. But the holding up of the scarves as the players walk out. So you're almost got Z cars and silence is very eerie and a bit odd. I understand why we do it, but do you not think it's a bit kind of like, oh, it seems a bit quiet. It was almost as if we're not cheering the teams on. Is it just me? It just seems a bit weird for me. That no, I, 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 so far I'm one. I, I haven't quite worked out what you haven't moaned about, and if that's one of them, that's really good. Thank you. Um, no, <laughs> I, I think it's. I, I like it. I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it, yeah. and, I, and I know why we do it. I mean, yeah, it's great. And, and it plays, and it, it's. You know, it's really good, and uh, no, I, I'm all for it. My my genuine concern, though, isn't isn't really about that or anything. It's to do with we're playing Chesterfield, and they're top of the national league. And out of 25 games this season, they have won 20, and they've, right? they've sold their they've sold their full allocation as well. Um, but but who if have they been playing? Saw... You know, I mean, I, I I know it's wrong of me to say this, but but should we not? think oh we should be able to sort of win that i know it's the cup and you know we could be the upset yeah, or yeah that's it yeah we should win that game on on paper yeah but it's the cup the cup's amazing i love mm. the cup it's, it's, it's one of my favorite uh favorite days third round day What's... i think it is however however momentum in in football is as important as it is in darts for example mm. like yesterday Anybody who watched the final and this lad, Luke Littler, everybody's been kind of looking at, you know, he was 4-2 up at one point. The, the other lad, the other Luke, because they were both Lukes, because everybody has to be called Luke if you're going to win the World Cup, apparently. Um, 
he came back and he won five straight and the momentum just just went with him mm. in football it's even more the case and if you can have um, I mean, you remember when we were talking to uh, to ben, uh, Benjamin Bloom the other day, uh, when we just lost the game by the odd goal, and as he described it, he said, "If in 2023, if anybody's going to win one of those kind of flip of a coin games, it's going to be Ipswich, because we're doing it on muscle memory. We know what to do. We know how to play. Chesterfield haven't just been good for this season. They were also superb last season, to the point where whereby Elton John, when being interviewed about the book, referenced not only in the Gary Lineker interview but in the other one that they they did a, a sky sports recording uh, interview with referenced the um notts county versus um versus chesterfield playoff final because Wrexham went up automatically notts county had to go up and they've been taking everybody on and they gave notts county a god awful scare and notts county are doing very well at the top of league two as well i think what you what you tend to find is because there's only been two up the top of the conference is actually pretty bloody competitive uh, in comparison to the top of League Two. You know, anybody who remembers Tranmere? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you yeah. Know, they'll, they'll, they'll be well up for this game. Chesterfield Absolutely. will be well up for this game. I don't, yeah. I don't think it'll be... I don't think we'll win it by, um, by a country mile because also, and we were asking people... Would you would you weaken the team? Would you would you rest because people looked a bit knackered after the after you know a number of games you know over Christmas? People were saying, yeah, yeah, no, I'd rest and I'd play the players who who need some playing. So it's not going to necessarily be. It might be. Who knows what Val will pick? But it might not be the team that we all know who've been doing reasonably okay, providing the game isn't at Vicarage Road. The game is at Vicarage Road yes. against a team that there's no way they'll be changing. No way at all. Absolutely. Who do you think will be in goal? I, I'm imagining Batman's going to make a return personally. But... Yeah, I, I would. I would expect to see Dan back in goal. No, it's Batman, not I, back I, in I, goal. I would, I would expect. <laughs> boom, boom. I would expect him to rest Hamer. Yeah. Um, simply because otherwise, it, you know, whatever the situation is with 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 Backman, he needs he needs some kind of game time because you take these games, and the reason you stick your number two goalkeeper in is so that when you actually need him in the league, he's not so kind of rust worn mm. that uh, that he's not able to do anything. You could say Hamer could have been in that position when he came in in the first place. Well, you know, fair enough. Yeah, but no, I. I I think you'd be looking at Healy. I think you'd be looking at resting Livermore. Suddenly, we're a very different team. Mm. Would you play? Would you play Hoot. Hoot looked out on his legs the other day, yeah. um, and he's played an awful lot of football. You'd probably play Sierra Alta instead, which means if you're going to play Sierra Alta instead, and you're not going to play Jake Livermore, who are you going to play in central midfield? KMB? Oh no, he's out in Africa. Mm. It's it's going to be a very different set up no matter what one thing um you were talking about uh, elton john there now i like many people i suspect and looking at social media over christmas it happened i think we all got the book for christmas didn't we i i, I certainly did you didn't get it carl did you not? No. okay no. all right no. i'm not you know i'm probably a third of the way through it um this just there's things that he's got wrong that i'm just going what I mean, for one, there's one bit where he said uh, Elton lived at number 55 Pinnehill Road. I know the house because I've been past it so many times. There's a bus stop outside. I used to live a road off it, so I know where it is. And then he said he lived at 53, and he moved him back to 55 again. Seems like an interesting sort of move next door and come back again sort of thing. It's an all right book, but I don't think it's anything that I didn't already kind of know. It's kind of one chapter's about Graham Taylor, and then it's about Elton John, and then it's about Graham Taylor, and then it's about Elton John, and then it's when they got together. It's it's okay, but it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I can't ask you because you've not read it, 
Carl. You you listened to it on audio book, Peter? No, it's, it sounds like I don't want it now. Thank you. It's not all that. I, I've I've listened to I've listened to the audio book rather than read the book itself because I was able to get it on Spotify for the level of subscription I have to Spotify. And having listened to the Enjoy the Game podcast, which um, anybody who doesn't know. Enjoy the Game was a book released by Lionel Burney 10, 15 years ago, something like that, I suppose, uh, which covers almost the exact same period. Basically, they released that then. It sold a whole host of, you know, kind of copies, etc. And because uh, Lionel Burney occasionally goes on from the rookery end, obviously you've got Colin Mace, who is a voice artist. I would suggest par excellence, having having listened to that and then listened to the other audio uh, podcast. And John Mooney of, uh, of From the Rookery End edited it, and they've released it all as a 26-episode podcast. So it doesn't cost you a bean to listen. So go and listen to it if you haven't already. It is brilliant. The other one in comparison, is not as good. Um, and it it misses out both in kind of just the confidence of the production, the confidence of the performer of the person doing it. The guy they've got doing it is a fellow called Alex Jennings, who played the abdicated king in The Crown, if you remember him. Oh, yes. He's an actor yeah. and, a, and, a, and a, a voice artist of, of you know, very good standing. I'm sorry, I know I might be uh, biased here, but Colin knocks him into a fucking cocked hat. Mm. Um, and it covers the same period, and one is much more entertaining than the other. It felt to me like the book was written by uh, Mr. Preston, and I saw him being interviewed or, or heard him being interviewed, and it might have even been on John's uh, 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 John from the Rookery End being, uh, interviewing him. And he, there was something said around the fact that there was suddenly a quick get it out before Christmas kind mm. of thing put on. And it felt that because that, of the changes, yeah. because of the errors. Mm. A lot of people on Watford mailing lists have come out with a whole host of things. And, you know, and I've, I've just kind of monitored it. I haven't, I haven't made a comment. And some of them you look at it and go, oh, really? Is that is that the level? But, of course, what they've done is they spot one and then another and then another and then another. And then, and then they go into it with a fine tooth comb and go, how has this been released? Because all it takes is somebody with a certain level of, uh, you know, fine Watford anorakness to go through this. And they could have picked out three quarters of those, those, those issues. The other thing is it felt to me like somebody turned around and said, Alexa, please read Graham Taylor biography and Elton John biography and spliced the two in half. Mm. That's how it's... It's got it, that feel about having, it, for sure. Having, having read both of those, yeah. I found out nothing different other than the fact, and it was... It, I don't know, I can't even remember if it was mentioned in the... Elton. I don't think it was. The, the, the one kind of revelation, which was, again, then mentioned in the interviews, was that Elton said that his biggest regret was that he, he hadn't spoke on, gone to the dressing room and spoken to the team before the 1984 FA Cup final. Mm. It's like, well, you wouldn't have done because mm. Graham would never have allowed that. Mm. Graham, uh, Elton came and sat on the bench one time in his first game and he went, what are you doing? Mm. And then he didn't do it anymore mm. because it was like, no, that's not what you do. Here's here's the degrees of separation and, and Elton respected it. Now, I'm, I, I don't know whether or not that was something that was, you know, in his mind and it's always been there because Elton's theory about this was he's had to perform on the big occasions all the time. He's had to bring the performance when he needs to do it. Mm. And that, that may be great. And therefore, you've got to turn up and you've got to really do that. But do we really think that Graham Taylor had them undercooked? No, it wasn't that. It was the fact that it basically it, it, we'd lost the captain we were all balanced and we've got you know kind of a run of uh, a run of injuries as well we had the youngest defensive back line mm. uh, that that was the 
but that was the real reason. So was there anything revelatory in it for me? Not especially. Did I enjoy it? Yeah, I do, because I enjoy a good audio book, especially if it's talking about Watford. Was there anything particularly in there? Not not for my money. It's all right. I mean, one of the things I did enjoy, one of the, the facts I enjoyed, which I didn't know before, was when Graham Taylor turned up and he said, have you got any scouts here? And they said, oh, yeah. He doesn't go to many matches. And he said, why is that? Because he's 95. I can't remember the guy's name, but having a 95-year-old scout, that's just so so Watfordy and so fantastic. <laughs> the bloke's 95. But yeah, no, it's it's. I haven't got all the way through it yet. I will read it all, but... I'll tell you one thing I did like, and I'd, heard, I'd read it before, um, again, in the, in the GT biography, was when he's referenced and talking. And, and of course... You know, John Preston, he hasn't got uh, uh, Graham Taylor available. Of course, he's going to go no, to course. the, the yeah. Uber resource of this, which is which is the GT book, which was also written, um, you know, by by Lionel Burney. It's when he turns around and he starts talking about, especially in the late seventies and early eighties, was that one of the things that Graham would do would be they'd finish training or whatever time, and he'd get in the car and he'd drive north. And the reason he'd drive north was because players were cheaper there. And then he would basically go and scout a game, but he wouldn't let the club that he was going to go and scout know because Watford were known to have Elton John and therefore oh, they'll have some money and he didn't want to alert anybody. So what did Graham Taylor do? Graham Taylor would go and stat. He basically walked, he'd park off and he'd walk to the ground with the fans and engage just in little conversations. You know, he'd be covered up or hat on or people, and he'd start asking questions about players or the player he's looking to see because he thought that supporters will give you an insightful and honest opinion about, you know, what players go missing when you need them most, what players' characters are like, how they really are as a player. Amazing how here we have a future England manager and he valued the opinion of, of, of those fans from opposition teams mm. as part of his scouting kind of capability. Not saying that was the be-all and end-all, of course it wasn't, but he thought that I might find something out from the man on the terraces that I don't from within the professional scouting game as well. Mm. So, yeah, interesting in that. That will never catch on, Peter. So did we get lots of Watford gifts at Christmas, Carlos? Did you, did you end up with some Watford gifts at Christmas? Yeah, I got a couple... Did I see you guys with my my Christmas jumper, the away blau punt jumper? Yes, I didn't see excellent. this. Oh, yeah. did you not? No, Did you not see it? no, I've not seen. I this. could go and get it. I could go and get go it. and get that. I'd like to see that You're actually. Like, go okay, and get. Should, please go and get that. In. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. So I I got one of these pop out uh, stadiums. The old 1980s stadium with the uh, the big scoreboard and the Shrodale stand. Uh, now having already built the Lego modern stadium which was absolutely fiddly and a pain in the ass. this other thing was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant i said to you the other day it took me about 90 minutes and it says seven years on the box so that's pretty good yeah, don't, don't pity me peter uh but <laughs> <laughs> but that is that was actually quite good so i do recommend that if you if you um aren't very good at sort of modeling and that sort of stuff i want a small yet interesting challenge those uh the 1980 stadium i think it's 15 pounds at the moment i think it's Reduced in the hauling shop. That's well worth having a go at. That is that's that's that is rather good. Many hours later, is he going to get a knitting machine? Do we think to uh, demonstrate this jumper? Here's this. So this is the Christmas jumper. Oh, that is very nice. Yeah, it's bloody marvelous. Yeah, I like. I that. mean that that is that is a jumper for for every day. So yeah. you 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 wouldn't actually not just have to wear that at Christmas. You could wear that at any time, really, couldn't you? I, I I've worn it non Christmas. I also got this, which wasn't a Christmas present, but I I think you've seen it. Now he's holding up there a match worn Jake Livermore shirt, 
which stinks. you described. I was going to say you described to me as smelling quite strongly of bo. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 on I'm in two minds because I'm going to put it in a frame, but I don't know whether to wash it. Keep the stink, fact, mate. Keep the stink. Yeah, saying. Let's let's see what the what the viewers think. Do I wash it or do I no. leave it stinking? Leave the DNA in there. I'd say. Yeah. Leave the Livermore. Yeah. But um, it, it's a shirt that actually fits me. Oh, does it? That what does that say me. about you? And or Jake Livermore. I don't know. Well, I, don't... I think it says more about Jake Livermore than it does me, <laughs> quite honestly. Everybody, Jake, 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 Jake Livermore Jake smells. Like <laughs> Hi, I'm Stephen Gerrard, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. One one very quick thing, but you're going to just have to talk amongst yourselves. Um, what about a little update in terms of the fantasy football and the oh. Super 6? Okay. This is and actually, I also need to give you an update on the prediction leagues. We've got yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let's let's. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want that actually because I think I did pretty shit. Let's. Well, well one do one's doing the, well. Uh, is all I'm going to say. One, one 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 has had a barnstorming last two games. Yeah. Yeah. Because had two got draws. Three points. One one. Obviously. Mm. Um. At home to uh, to Stoke, and it got the only one to predict a draw and the three all away, and it means that one one has gone top of the table. Fuck it it's hell. gone top of the table. You see, this is what um, I'm telling you. This is what I'm 21, telling you. 21 points it's on. Yeah. Uh, JP Backgammon FC is on 20 points. Carlos is in third place on 18. Mid-table point is EFL on 17 <laughs> points. <gasps> Ahead on alphabetical order of Jarvis Cocker Spaniel on 17 <laughs> points, who would otherwise be in ahead of the EFL as well. Justin, one off the bottom with 16 points and artificial stupidity dragging oh, wow. its sorry ass along this, the bottom. This is the yeah. the curse of having to go last when everything else has been picked and you're having to pick a novelty score, I fear. And if I could have had 1-1, one, one, Peter, I would have been top of the league. That's all I'm saying. And all of that would play out had you won any points in the last three <laughs> matches where you haven't had to go last. No, no, no. Stop, no forget all that. Stop oh. drawing bloody oh. games, Watford. Stop <laughs> winning them. Right. Okay, so... Anyway, where are we, where are we on Super 6 and fantasy football? Right, like so we'll, we'll, start, we'll start with fantasy football. Just a very quick one, but let me just see, because I, I still can't find Justin, but that's mm. annoying me, but I'll find him. Look towards the bottom, I'd suggest. No, I don't think you are, because I'm so beating my daughter. Further up than, than was expected. Yeah. You'll excuse I'm, the expression. <laughs> I'm in, currently, I'm currently sitting 112. How many, out of how many, sorry? Uh, 128. <laughs> Fuck me, that's quite low. <laughs> yeah, it is quite low. So I think you're above me, because I can't see you in the bottom. Uh, I'm just flicking through, talk amongst yourselves. What was your team name? 
forgotten past week three or last updated week three or something like that. You you don't know. Um, it's last updated week three. I'm sure it is. I struggled with this last time. Oh, hang on a minute. Looking now. This is why this we is, do, this, this is why we don't win awards. This is why people will be on the train listening to this. They'll be fine. They They're won't because this is being cut out. All right, hang on. Go on. You carry on then. So top top three is CJ's Invincibles, Christine Jones. Well done. Uh, second, all the Summer Nights, James Underwood. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's very good. And first, currently, 1,228 points. That's impressive. Woody loves Watford. Stephen Golding, who is currently leading the pile. Oh, very so, good. Good. Um, Justin is somewhere. And I think last time we had to get I'm, a, a view. I'm. Yeah, go on. Uh, it looks like 51. But oh, I'll... there we go. Oh, no, you're not there. No, that's not I you. Can't, it's just not, not updated on my screen. It's just gone blank. We'll find Justin. Uh, we'll find me at some we'll point. Yeah. What's going we'll on in the super? He's having further IT issues. I yeah. am. Well, no, I think this is me as well because I couldn't find him last time. I, so, I can't um, find anyone. Anyway. anyway, yes. Where, where, where are we on the... Um... Now, can I just... Well done, I'd like to just... Uh... So far, it's a fantastic quality update. Well done. Absolutely. Well done both. May, may I... Uh, I need to caveat before we okay. go into the Super 6. So, twice we were going to do this... I was in yes. Spain and I couldn't get access to it. I was on Spanish territories, so I couldn't get access yeah. to it. So it's two weeks okay. I couldn't do. And are you it, giving me excuses before I've even told you where you are? No, I'm caveating. Okay. And there was another week where perhaps I may have forgotten. So there we are. Thank you very much. So I've missed three rounds, effectively. Okay. Mm. Well, the good news uh, in Super 6 is that Greg uh, Fika, friend of the podcast, is currently, is, is currently bottom. <laughs> <laughs> And 16 then... points. So I'm going to assume. Just... How quickly do we turn on someone? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not actually. He's not. He's not because Louise Williams and Mark Noly are below him with zero. No, no, points. no, no, no. no. Yeah, they haven't entered. Greg's tried a few times and he's right. fucking bottom. As far yeah. as I'm concerned. Okay. Uh, moving on up, you are. Well, I'm. I'm in 16th place out of. I'm 24th. And you're 24th, 163. Uh, top three in this. This is very interesting. Uh, Matty, is that Rance? Yeah. Oh, I know Matty. Yeah, yeah, Rance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's up in third. Well done. Um, Mark uh, Carpnet is in second. Carpenter. And Mikey... Mark Carpenter. Car... Oh, I... <laughs> I can only see a bit of it. Look. <laughs> and Mikey Abrahams, that looks like. Yeah, it is, yes. 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 He is. He's, he's first. He's yeah. Oh, Mikey. Brilliant stuff. Love yeah, Mikey's he's, he's storming it, actually. Mark Carpent, who I've just renamed Mark Carpenter. <laughs> is he? 242. So, yeah, well done. Yeah. yeah I'm wow. just looking. So many other names on here. Uh, we've got Gary Wood, who's in 22nd. He's above Jason me. Jason Rose. Jason Rose. Is he above me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very much so. Uh, yeah, he's 11th. Who else is in here? Well, Louis 25th. Louis one point below me, as is John Parslow. Very um, yes. competitive between Louis, myself, and John Parslow. Yeah, okay. Well, Greg's well in the relegation zone. Uh, Let's look at yeah. it like that. Then. You're not bottom, Greg. I'll let you off bottom because there are two below you yeah. who haven't actually done it once. Mouse twelfth. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I I I pick it and forget about what I've done. But I sometimes sit next to Cole Campion, and he sits there going, "Oh, two points on this, two points on this." And he, he's you know, he's quite methodical with it all. Whereas I just go, "Oh, I'll just predict some scores and see what happens." But he's doing it in me, real me. time. He's very much into it. Yeah, yeah. Me and Colin have, have turned it into who buys the first round. We won't uh, be doing that in January, will you? 
No, that's a problem. Mm. But he'll save mine if he beats me. Yeah, so yeah it's going to be expensive. expensive <laughs> well, it might be for Colin, actually. Depends. Could well be. <laughs> Could well, well be. be. Hi, this is Peter Kennedy, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. We might see you at Chesterfield. We're not gonna, are we going to do a space, Peter? I don't think we've, we decided probably. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Oh, we I are going to do a space. I think we, okay. we will start the, the Twitter spaces after the after the Chesterfield we, game. because we got there no, no Chesterfield team to talk to? No, 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 no. We decided we weren't going to do an opposition view for this because there would be no prediction league, etc. Okay. And, you know, it was like, no, 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 no. Let's, Obviously, let's, if let's we start getting through to the quarterfinals, we might start talking to some oppositions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but... And then we'll turn like the shallow toss spots that we are. But, you know, in, <laughs> in, in, the, initial, yeah. in the initial stages, to be quite frank, it was like, well, we got through Christmas and New Year. Can I please take a breath now? And yeah. then my body went, yes, have a migraine, have a cold, go to bed for three days. And then I just went, Ugh. yeah. There's a lot of it around. My wife's really suffering with it at the moment because I've just shouted at her for hiding my jumper. So I do feel sorry for her. Oh, our, our <laughs> whole place, right? We've got like a red cross daubed on the wall. You know, bring out your dead. <laughs> yeah, bring out your dead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're starting to throw piss out of the windows now, Peter. You yeah, can't... I've been doing that for weeks. <laughs> In fact, in fact, I sit out the middle, man. It's just, you know, no, just a preference. No wonder the foxes don't come round anymore. Right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's, leave it. let's leave it at that. So we will talk to you after Chesterfield, then we will do a space after that. And uh, we might see you down a bunker before. If yeah. if it's open, I'm sure it will be. So it's that's that's nice, actually, seeing people before a game now. That's getting quite busy with sort of meeting people outside and stuff now. It's like, bloody hell, it's like a mini gathering. Um, so do come down. If you've not come down to the bunker... Uh, before a game because a lot of people are going oh no can kids go in and is it a members club and uh, no it's open to absolutely everybody if you don't know where it is it is behind the rookery stand at the corner sort of the corner where the rookery meets the graham taylor there's some steps that go down by the entrance and it's round the back there and it's you know the prices are reasonable everybody's friendly kids are welcome if it's raining and cold it gets a bit busy inside because no one wants to be outside but on a night or a day where it's What's the word I'm looking for? Dry? Yeah. Dry? Dry? Well, I was looking for a sort of mild, I think is probably the word I was looking okay. for. Um, you will probably find people standing outside chatting and uh, having a drink. So please do come down to the bunker before a game. be lovely to see you down there. Phew, there's some editing going to be needed there, I fear. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you could uh, subscribe as well as listen that would really be great if you could subscribe whichever platform you listen to us on just subscribe as well it just helps us a little bit if i can just jump in it helps us an immense amount if you listen to on apple or you lift listen on spotify please please do either subscribe or follow it means that the moment that we release something you get to know that it's there um there, there was a podcast that we tried to do for about a week and only finally managed to get round to and then somebody contacted me about two days after we'd finally done it this was the one about stewarding mm. i said when are you releasing that i went oh it's going out oh i hadn't seen it on twitter and it's like well yeah we do that and we we, we let everybody know on twitter but if you want to make sure that you're going to capture everything that comes out the moment it comes out if you can subscribe it that that's what it'll do for you from our point of view it just helps with the numbers it helps with all the algorithms and if people are looking at watford stuff it says you might like this it just helps grow the podcast so we'd be incredibly grateful thank you so much for your support anyway but if you can love you to pieces absolutely and rating and reviewing yeah. as well is also very helpful i know that last time yeah. i asked people to do that i saw some reviews came in which were brilliant so yeah if you can do that as well um that'd be fantastic um right and also, also, also of course gifts of gold bullion those always go also go well down very very well. quite hard to fence i've found
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <laughs> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.